welcome to a very special edition of the Dealers Compressed podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly, and this is one of my favorite episodes so far because it involves somebody else, and that somebody is none other than the founder and CEO of Hierology, Adam Robinson. For the some of you who may not know who he is, maybe, um, he is the man that Dale refers to in Chapter 6 as Dale tackles human capital, making your people a higher priority, and we're going to hear about what Adam's thoughts on the industry are, why dealers have a hard time changing, what they can do to improve and fix what Dale calls the largest operational inefficiency in the automotive industry today. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Adam Robinson at this year's NADA convention. This is episode six of the Dealers Compressed podcast. It's a very special episode because this is the first one where we actually have a guest. And our guest is none other than this founder and CEO of Hierology, who happens to be the subject matter of this chapter of Dale's book, Like I See It, Adam Robinson. Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Paul. So um, this has been a heck of a journey going through Dale's book. And Dale mentioned hiring right out of the gate. And I remember I took a picture of it and I sent you a text and I said, wow, it always helps when Dale Pollack says something about hiring as the largest operational inefficiency facing automotive today. And you texted back, it's even better when he dedicates a whole chapter to it. And I hadn't gotten that far in the book. So how did that come about? You know, Dale has been so instrumental in our growth in this, in this business. And, and one of the things that I think excited him most about the opportunity to work with Hierology and help shepherd us into the automotive industry was his passion for the people side of the business. I mean, he's just such an advocate for putting the right people in the seats, treating them well, and delivering a better customer experience through people. And uh, he cares about it. And so it came about because it's the topic he really, really cares about. And we're fortunate that, you know, he views us as experts on the subject matter. And so we have the opportunity to be a resource to him when he wants to talk about it. That's just fine with us. Yeah, there's there's no doubt there that... uh you guys have really emerged and Hierology has emerged as the front runner in that white space in the car industry, I think, where you know Dale talks a lot about people have just accepted that high turnover and low company culture at large as well, that's just the car business. And what what has been your um, your step into that, you know, part of the automotive industry? Actually, why don't you just tell us how you even got involved in automotive and, and just a little bit of how you got to this point. Well, I, so I, you know, early in my career, worked for a startup, uh, what was then a startup in Chicago called Click Commerce, and Click Commerce built the first dealer portal technology. You remember everything dealers used to put through a fax machine to the manufacturer, right? Co-op marketing reimbursement dollars, parts orders, marketing one pagers, and all the stuff that they get from their field reps now. How long? That you're not that old. Late nineties. Yeah. Late 90, wow. 98, so it, 99. And so I spent four years at Click Commerce running their professional services team, which was implementations. And this is back pre-cloud, pre-Amazon uh, web services, back where, you know, you had to buy software on a license and then go show up with a CD-ROM, <laughs> install it on a server the dealer had to buy and stick in the back room. And so I spent four years in dealerships setting up websites that connected to manufacturers. And so, you know, I saw it in dealerships and every three or four months, our customers would call and I I get a call from the general manager or the dealer to go, Hey, listen, we love, we love the portal, but you need to come back out here because everyone you trained three months ago is gone. And it it just kept happening over and over and over. Yeah. And I just noted 
that the industry wasn't great at keeping people. And it became a real problem for our business. It was just the training costs were exorbitant. 2004, I left to start an outsourced recruiting business. Um, Automotive focused or not? Just anyone? Uh, dealer and franchise okay. focused. So anywhere it's an owner-operated network, you know, the manufacturer or franchisor yeah. would hire us to do the recruiting. We'd make the phone calls. We'd do the work. Oh, wow. So it's full service. Full service. The problem was our customers sucked at hiring. They're terrible at it. And so we would scale up their mess. We, we'd, we'd send <laughs> them great, great people. We'd just scale up a giant uh, messy process. And they would ruin it. Well, I'd, I'd get the call from the manufacturer that was funding the program and say, I'm sorry, Adam, we're going to shut this down. It's not working. And say, what are you talking about? Delivering more applicants than you've ever seen, but nobody's hiring anybody. What's what's not working is your your dealerships aren't doing anything with the leads we're sending them. Just sitting on them. Yeah. And I was right, but still fired. And so I thought, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> so we built a paper-based system, series of documents that were it was, it was a scorecard, a competency model, interview guides, and we would give to our dealer and franchise customers and just say, you know, for the love of God. Just ask these just five the questions and just check the boxes. And if they score above eight out of 10, just hire them. Trust me, it's better than what you're doing. Well, people almost immediately started asking me if they could buy the system. And I said no for a couple of years. And then the recession hits in 2008 and, you know, realized my business model, you know, had some issues mm -hmm. and <laughs> sold the service business and took that idea that had formed way back in my click commerce days and decided to productize the recruiting methodology yep. and that's where hierology came from and okay. i just turned so it. that's always been the trajectory in the sense where you've it the has. franchise model the auto dealers primarily and you've kind of continued on with a digital version of that obviously way more robust way more accessible Right. Um, way more effective in measuring. But so it, it kind of was the beginning of your journey in recruiting. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're selling to entrepreneurs. It's their money. So they care. Selling to corporations, it's not real money. It's not their right. money. Right. They it's don't just a line care on the GL. as much. Yeah. It's, it's, but boy, in dealerships, it's their biggest problem. It's what keeps the dealer general manager up at night. They got skin in the game. It's their dollars. They're yeah. lighting it on fire with turnover and all kinds of things. And so it's exciting. You can really, the thing we get so excited about, we can improve their life, literally. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're, it's fewer headaches and the stress and we're saving them real money and yeah. things are better. Life is better when you have the right people working for you oh man, my and gosh, you own the yes. business. You just, you sleep at night and it's fun. Why do you think that the industry is so slow to adopt the fact that this is actually costing them real dollars. You know, I, I'm going around and we're at the NADA convention right now and I see dealers trying to save very small increments of money, you know, by improving processes a little bit and with their cost per click and their digital marketing. Like, why do you think it's been so slow to adopt that, like, there's real fast, low-hanging fruit here in human capital? Yeah, it's exa exactly what we say to dealers is, look, you spend hours and weekends and 20 groups trying to figure out how to turn cars one day faster. Meanwhile, 50% right. of your cost structure is tied up in payroll and you're doing nothing to manage that. Right. Why? Because they haven't focused on it. I mean, that's, they just haven't, they've never been told that it's possible Yeah. and no one ever teaches you how to do this. Right. So someone right. has to circle it on the page and go, you know, you could really improve things. 
and go from A to B. We've just never had these metrics in this business. And so what we're doing is we're, we're baselining. We know now. We know what human capital operations at a dealership should look like. We, we have the metrics and KPIs, and we can give you an HR composite for your store now and tell you. Right. If once you can measure it, I mean, everybody's into measuring like to the micro, micro, granular right. level when it comes to everything else. Except this. Like if you ask most dealers, what, you know, what's your turnover rate? You know, what is your, what is your churn as for your people? No. How many people know? How many out of 10? How, 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 uh, how many days do jobs stay open? Oh my gosh. And Forget so if, that. Well, you think about it. If you, if it takes you 90 days to 120 days to fill an open technician role, and you can shrink that from 120 to 40, that's 80 days of billable time you just picked up. Right. And then you What's start- that worth? And then we start having these conversations and people go, oh, yes, I get it. It's opportunity cost. I, I yes. see this now. So one of, one of our dealerships pointed out that Liberty University in Virginia now has an automotive dealer track. NADA has a lot of education, right? And there are all these schools. Have you seen anything related to human resources plugged into any of those yet? Uh, so we're working with the association to provide content through their new manager dealer, uh, d- academy yep. uh, with, with NADA. So we're excited to be powering that content. In partnership with NADA, we launched the first HR 20 groups. We now have wow. uh, an HR 20 group that uh, NADA is running that we, we've supplied the content. And one of our, uh, our our former VP of Dealer Solutions, Candace Crane, is the chairwoman of, of that group. Great. Um, it, it's great. It, so we, we have to elevate the position yeah. of HR leader in this industry. Right. There's no awareness that, that that's, like you said, just back, people don't know the metrics. They don't know how it's hurting them. And that really goes back to the beginning where no one's ever said to them, pay attention to this. Exactly. And it, now that there's a 20 group and the conversation's happening, how, how do you see the industry reacting to this over, I don't know, five years? The way technology moves in this industry is changing. Even having a five-year goal seems kind of ridiculous. Well, it's taken us four years as I would, I would say, you know, perhaps the first loud voice in the space saying Absolutely. this stuff is important. Without a doubt. From zero to about 2,000 dealerships, it took us four years. Mm-hmm. We think we can double that in, in the next year and a half to two. Starting to look like a hockey stick curve. And, well, my point is <laughs> now, now the, the word is out that mm-hmm. this stuff matters. Mm-hmm. And so people are saying, I'm ready now. We've thought about it. We've been kicking it around the last couple of years. We've been hearing it's important. And it's not just us. And I, you know, uh, I hope the space is flooded with people trying to solve this problem because that makes us better and it's good for everyone, front, right? Absolutely. And so I, I, I would love to see robust competition here. I mean, it means that dealerships get it. Yeah. That's, that's great. Sure. It means, you know, I would feel like We've had some success if there are three or four vendors trying to compete for business here. I mean, it makes everybody better. When that happens, so for you, that's an indicator that you've been doing it, it, it right. Me- Look, it means we got to be better. We've got to stay differentiated. We have to solve real problems. But mm-hmm. it means that this industry is making a turn on this. It, it, and that's great. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things is that now that it's in the book, when Dale wrote it and he labeled it as a priority, it really is an indicator like – the people are the center of how he thinks because the, the velocity books, um, you know, were so metrics driven. And so when he labels that as number one, it's a real indicator that it's the most important thing. Like we suck as an industry and it's almost embarrassing. Borderline's embarrassing, I believe, is what he says in the book. And we can be better. 
I mean, it's it's a customer experience driven industry. Absolutely, people provide that experience more than ever, and and will continue to trend that way as cars become more commoditized, particularly new car sales. Absolutely. Um, and as the service drive becomes really the only profit center left, I would argue that we're going there. Yeah. Um, boy, you better be good at this. What are you most excited about for the next 12 months? Next 12 months, we've had, we had some new product launches that are going to do for dealers recruitment, advertising, Great. management, what programmatic uh, marketing platforms did for their consumer digital spending. Interesting. It's not uncommon for mid-sized dealer groups, you know, 10, 20, 30 rooftop groups to be spending north of 10 grand a month across all their stores on job boards. How much efficiency is is in there that you well, can find? Well, we, you know, think of it like um, the way consumer leads worked in the late 90s with cars and trader and these, you know, you, you sent them some money and some people showed up looking for cars and yeah. you, you're pretty sure it was working, but you weren't really sure. 50% was working and you didn't you know which half? Leads, you just sent them more money and if no leads came in, you just sent them more money. And then, <laughs> you know, Google changed that. You know, it's because consumers aren't going to third-party lead gen sites to shop for cars. They're going, they're going right to the to search Google. engine. Google's figured this out just like they have with cars and flights and hotels and everything you know they're pretty good at search i've heard and you know they're (laughs) indexing jobs so all the things that dealers have been doing to have their uh consumer site indexable all the seo dark arts that Mm -hmm. that they learn at these conventions all that now applies to to hiring that should be an easy transition So we're hosting dealer career sites and we're doing all kinds of things on the top of the funnel yeah uh that help them get people in the hopper so it's not just process it's actually lead flow and that's where i think manufacturers have an opportunity to really add value to their dealers is by figuring is that by out, using co-op solution. money to fund applicant flow at the top of the funnel particularly for fixed ops roles yes and we've seen that in a pilot this year we launched a couple of years ago a couple of months ago rather be really successful with full attribution we can tie it all the way through to the hire because we're the CRM system and the lead generator. Right, both. So we can tell you that lead costs $24 and you hired them and they're still working for you and here's how they're doing. That becomes right? real so valuable. It's, Let's it's do that again. It's full life cycle. You know, do you have that product right now? We're, we're, uh, that was our product launch here here at the association. Oh, congratulations. Convention. So, so that's the excitement. That is. Being that's what we're that. thinking about. Tell, tell dealers about the hiring convention that you put on uh, last year and what your plans are for this year, because it's coming up again, I We're saw. We're excited. October 2nd in Chicago, our Elevate Conference. It's the first and only human capital-focused conference. It's a one-day deal. Fly in the night before, afternoon before. Hook up with some of the most progressive thinkers on the people side of this business. Uh, we've got Billy Bean as our keynote talking Moneyball, which which is awesome. Wow. Uh, and as I just learned this morning, uh, our closing keynote will be Daryl Waltrip, uh, who is, of course, NASCAR Hall of Famer, That's a legend, right. and uh, owner of four Hendrick stores. I didn't realize so that. So Waltrip uh, is there with, um, you know, talking about dealerships and the car business. Uh, we've got Billy Bean there, and we're working on one other Super special guest, if I can pull this off. Okay. It will have 
dunk the basketball. This man, it's but, setting the bar high for your I second year. I can't talk about it. That's fine. But I hope that I can tell you soon. Okay. I can't wait to hear. And I will say, I attended last year, and this it wasn't just listening from the stage. There was like, you know, get your hands dirty, start to think about your situation, and go home with some very tangible things you can implement right away. Walk so, out with a playbook. Yeah. I, Conferences where you sit and listen are fine. We wanted this to be a uh, learn and do. And it really was. Is it going to have the same format where you have a staff at each table? Correct. Yeah. Facilitated discussions between conversations to put into practice what you just learned. You know, come and get work done. Learn something, get work done, get back to your store and get at it. I mean, yeah. that's what we want to really make it focused and efficient. It really was a special event. I have been to, to lots of events, and that one really does have a fantastic vibe. Your staff is amazing. You've done a great job. Yeah, thank you. Obviously, we, you if you didn't build a great team, no one would listen to you. It really, this so, stuff really does. We do this at higher Eat your own really, cooking. It works. Right. We better. We better be good at this or else the whole thing lacks authenticity. Absolutely. So we, we have to do it ourselves. Well, you're one of the most authentic businessmen and friends I've ever uh, met and seen and been had the privilege of working around. So thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, to talk with the dealers on this podcast and uh, all the best to you in 2018. Thanks. It's been a privilege. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Adam. Dale comes out swinging in this chapter as he calls dealer's human capital management strategy the greatest investment in efficiency of the car business today. And the data backs him up. Citing 2015 NADA reports, turnover for sales associates is 71% and service advisors came in at 41%. To Dale, this borderline's being an industry embarrassment and is the single biggest issue facing dealers who are operating in a market with increasingly compressed margins. With the average dealer payroll at three and a half million, most dealers agree that it's their single greatest operating expense and an even greater burden on cash flow. When was the last time you could push your payroll expense by a week? NADA offers a possible answer for the turnover, but Dale quickly dispatches it, saying the real answer suggests several things. The need for increased attention and accountability to the manager who made the hire, the systems of onboarding, and the clarity of the career advancement track. Revisiting his own personal hiring experiences as a dealer, Dale recounts situations where he ignored hiring best practices. He hired charmers who turned out to be chumps and accepted the extremely high turnover as the nature of the car business. 20 plus years later, Dale recognizes and laments the opportunity to have been a better boss and a better businessman if he only paid more attention to human capital management. Because of this, Dale is committed to sounding the alarm to help dealers move toward a tighter process, which creates a desirable culture of advancement for employees who will in turn provide a better experience for customers and a great ROI for everyone. Acknowledging that dealers have typically considered this the soft stuff of running a dealership, Dale says investing in the discipline of sound hiring practices, company culture, and career advancement generate the fullest possible return on their dealership investments. Culture matters. I see the evidences within our company and the many others we help through our creative agency, Congruent Story, as we produce creative content and branding material that help communicate value, hire better, and bring value to employees. It's a greater ROI all around. Dale turns to Adam Robinson, founder and CEO of Hireology, the forefront hiring platform for dealers for some clear direction. Mr. Robinson says that self-assessment is a critical first step for every dealer to make progress in hiring, retention, and employee satisfaction. He goes on to say, 
The hiring process is no different than pricing used vehicles. Specific methodology and process increase your chances of being better off. Dale concludes by highlighting the fact that nearly every dealer represented by Automotive News Best Dealerships to Work For event pointed to defined career paths and related training opportunities as critical to their success. These opportunities are especially welcome amongst millennial employees. The closing question is how soon can you turn your dealership into a truly people-first organization? And what will the consequences be in terms of missed opportunity, ongoing headaches, and less than optimal performance the longer it takes to get there? What is your answer? So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Your attention is the biggest compliment you could give. There are several other ways that we hope um, we can help and you can connect with us and the community that are trying to make the dealership industry better. You can go, first of all, you can subscribe to this podcast. It'll be delivered once a week. We try to keep it short and sweet so you can enjoy it on a commute or on a break or do dealers take breaks? I don't know. But either way, we hope you would do that. Also, if you go to Dealers Compressed, Com. We also have the video content that complements, or this audio complements that video content. We've put a lot of time, energy, and money into making it entertaining. There are visuals, there are illustrations, animations. So we hope that you will go to it. It'd be a huge compliment if you shared it with uh, those who you work with in the dealership, other salespeople, other managers, GMs, owners, um, just people in the industry that are produ producing good content or want to make it better. In the end, by the book like i see it by dale pollock was kind of the inspiration that started this content series you can get it uh, there's a link on our site dealerscompress.com you can google it get it from amazon whatever you do buy the book read the book there's a lot of good stuff in there so we hope you will join us next week for another episode please reach out if we can do anything to help if you want to talk about the concepts further or if you have any ideas for new content we're always willing to help and we are happy and glad and appreciative to be in the fight with you. This content was produced by Image Auto. I'm Paul J. Daly, and I hope you have a great week.